0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the PC Perspective Podcast. We've reached episode 69-D. 690. It's nice. August 17, 2022. True. I'm Sebastian Peake. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom.
1: I'm Josh Walworth. I'm Brett Van Spermberg tonight.
2: And I'm Kent Burgess tonight. Brett,
0: Brett, what were you yesterday? I don't want to talk about it. Look Look at uh, the the monitor behind... Brett.
1: Homage to tonight's 690 show. Yeah, if GTA. you
0: don't remember, Sixth, that was 90. a graphics card. That was uh, a very expensive graphics card. Ah, it's yeah. available today
1: for a reasonable price. Perhaps you can you find it on eBay, one eBay for 120 for around, bucks. Around uh, 110, 120.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Get two. Get two. They're going fast. And uh, you can help support the site and our podcast distribution by going to patreon.com slash pcper become one of our patrons a patron of the pcper arts because somehow this is art it's performance art of some kind it's less messy than some true that's for sure most of the time we are a little older Mm, yeah that's true Mm. uh and and no no food segment this week, Josh, you let us no, down there's' there no, not nothing. uh so what happened is uh
3: this week has been insane uh we've we've had uh, a bunch of i t people from my regular job in town, and so I've eaten at different places and we've just had too much food and i just i couldn't do it today i just I just couldn't do it i my mind said yes, my body said no,
1: and so hmm. yeah. Mm. it's a sad day today folks it'll live in infamy
0: it is is not a trend
1: and now it's time for news
0: yes and our top story is of course intel arc related but this is actually a big deal because intel arc has now officially reached parity with the i740 in the united states it's not a Mm larabee it's at least an I-740 because retail cards have reached U.S. shores. That's right. The ASRock Challenger ARC A380 is listed at Newegg.com for 139.99. Let me
3: yeah. ask you a question. Yeah. Okay, 140 is not horrible considering where we've been, but doesn't it have like four video outputs on it? Yeah. For a $140 card, four workable outputs. What's the usual? You get maybe two. You get a display port and HDMI. Sometimes you get like a VGA old and HDMI mm-hmm. for that price range. This is you can get two of those and you have eight monitor outputs and a machine that can support that's that's okay. I'm not trying to hype up the Intel stuff, but this is a really
4: great card for multi monitor. Yeah. For me trucks, yeah. Because that used to be Matrox's bread and butter, but they went mm-hmm. bye-bye. And we haven't got another replacement yet. So that's an interesting point. Oh, no, they're they're still there, but they use AMD chips. Well, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. This could be an
0: interesting card because of the AV1 situation, although I looked into it this morning and there's no Plex support that I know of for mm. AV1 transcode. Somebody had a question about could this be used in like a Plex server. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But... It's early days, and obviously this is the first card even being sold, and it's not even available yet because it's back ordered until the twenty second of August as we record this. Yeah, it's available. It's real, people. It's absolutely. So, but, but you, can you real. zoom in? It's like one HDMI and three display. Points. Oh yeah, let's just go to the website. Asrock has a web page for the Challenger Arc. Oh. It has Ooh. some. Here's a close look at the display. Let's outputs. take a look at the look. Dude, yep, that is awesome. It. Uh, three, HDMI and 3DPs. three and an Dude, that's... an it's HDMI uh, 2. It's the HDMI 2.0b and DisplayPort ah. 2.0 with DSC. You might be a
1: little limited with 6 gigabytes of GDR6. We're Not 2D
3: desktop stuff. Screw you.
4: That's awesome. Excel would be fine. Oh. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing is that your average dock... Costs more than 140 bucks nowadays. Yeah. If you want, like, decent connectivity for multiple Mm -hmm. screens. So this way you can slap it right in the machine without even having to worry about the dock.
0: And a related story that's been added to this list, Intel, you may have heard of this, they do not have native DirectX 9 support with ARC and with, I think, 12th gen and later CPU graphics. They're using DirectX 9 by a code translation. It's like DX9 on DX12. 12,
1: on 12, yeah. There's only so. a handful of games out there that are still DX9 only anyways. But I think that just illustrates the issue that they're having with the um, work that they can bring to bear on their drivers and just how much they're, they can support in this amount of time. Yeah, if it's,
0: only they were a bigger company and had more money, then they gosh. really could attack this. But it being mm-hmm. such a small firm as they are, mm-hmm. They focused all of their driver development on DX12 and Vulkan, it seems, and there's mm-hmm. they're not really talking about DX11 uh, when they go out there and promote the card uh, and its performance.
2: I I, I, think I feel like there's a good. few
1: games out there that are DX11. Uh, they might want to consider supporting it. You know, like
3: uh-huh. DX DX10. I mean, uh, Call of Res. You want to play that, and you're not going to
0: be able to very well. So okay. What we well, were you going to say something, Kent.
2: Yeah, I was going to say that I think Intel's probably spending a good deal of money supporting Allen's hard drive habit as well.
0: Oh, okay, all right. Oh, okay. Yep. That right. was just that was a low blow. I'm pretty sure <laughs> well, Allen. Well, you know they they don't really have a storage division anymore per se. I slightly it's sad. Not okay. about that. He's going to have to. He's paying for all that stuff out of pocket. Let him let him have the world's most insane home data center. Hmm. If he really wants to,
1: yeah, live in the dream. So, yep, uh, move on to, from your gaming DX9 space. N- new or Intel buy 690 and use that. Yeah, just buy the. How 69. about DX8 performance? I want to know about DX8.
3: Because mm. mm. I, I want I to play Morrowind on that.
1: The original. Joke is wearing. Joke yep. is wearing thin. Joke yes. is wearing thin. All right, let's Morning. move on.
0: Uh, here, let's hear some news that'll be a welcome to enthusiasts. I don't know how to open this. AMD has announced that on August 29, they will be announcing new CPU products that will then be available at a later date. So mark your calendars, August 29 at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I think it's still Eastern Daylight Time. But uh, check your local, you know, time zones. And uh, they will be doing their Together We Advance underscore PC's live stream premiere event on their YouTube channel. Clever. Not really. But 7,000 at 7. I'm sure we'll be getting pricing and the SKUs. uh, So far I think the lineup has been leaked as being just four SKUs and that prices will be a little bit higher than last time. But we'll find out for real Mm -hmm. on the 29th. Leaks
1: are saying prices are going up.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Got it
1: there was a data. leak
4: mm-hmm. in Canada. Yeah, so they were mm-hmm. listing, uh, like the seventy nine fifty X would be eleven hundred and forty one bucks Canadian. So about eight ninety two U S. That's US. Canadian though, right? Yeah, that's Canadian. So just under nine hundred bucks U S. Yeah, the seventy nine hundred X is seven seventy eight Canadian, just about six hundred bucks U S. Seven seventy. Mm-hmm. Or the 7700X is 614 or 480 and then your bottom 7600X is uh, 424 or about 330 so we'll see if this is true it probably is but uh, it'll be interesting it'll coincide nicely with the rumored
0: price increases from Intel as well so we can all just pay mm-hmm. more for everything from everyone hooray <clears throat> it's a privilege
2: mm-hmm. or, yeah. or you could buy now and uh, get Really cheap pricing on everything, and yeah, have a have a good system. That will still mm, be just as good in two months as it is right now. Whatever you have to tell yourself, Kent,
0: aka Mister, I just bought a twelve nine hundred KS Rescuezilla two point four and a new ish redo rescue 2. Jeremy, tell us about these children shows utilities.
3: Well, the that's Uh, the the uh, results are really cute animals in rescue situations.
4: Yes. They're, they're both under uh, production right now and hmm. you know, we're hoping to the pilot soon. It'll be really exciting as you watch someone caught cop for a files from a dead hard drive onto a working hard drive and you know, the tension that builds as he's doing it.
0: <laughs> With
4: the drive emitting
0: dangerous clicking sounds the entire time.
1: Yes,
4: that is true. I mean, that could make a really
1: riveting six hour video. Oh yeah, absolutely.
4: But uh, what it is. I want
1: to is, ring out my
4: zip drive. Ooh. Oh no, speaking Those Those were were no- of
0: clicking. <laughs> Those were normal noises.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a click of death. Throw it out. <laughs> uh, there, this is, there was a soap opera sort of about this about uh, 2002, 2003 because uh, uh, Redo and RescueZilla used to be uh, fairly popular except for some reason they let the domain name expire. Somebody grabbed it and started pumping out malware with the same name. So they just sort of threw their hands up in the air because it was like an open source uh, project. So, you know, it's like, it's not worth our time and money if we're going to have to fight this sort of thing. And they just sort of died out. But apparently uh, Redo Rescue, uh, which is the Debian 11 based one, uh, suddenly came up to uh, version 4 two years ago. And if you go to the website, it still says it's version 3.0, but if you download it, it is 4.0. So <laughs> it's they, they definitely need to keep track of the uh, website because apparently they're not learning their lesson from back in uh, 2002. Uh, and then RescueZilla is a, a branch of CloneZilla. And so for people that aren't comfortable using the command line to you know do all of the, the recovery, RescueZilla boots into an Ubuntu and gives you a GUI To be able to have all the handy software that you're going to need to try and recover a dead hard drive or try and recover at least parts of files and and or completely clone a drive so they're both free and you know honestly if you don't have backup software might be a good idea to check them out they're they're both free they they appreciate donations if you if you want to toss them some money because they do have to uh program this but yeah if you don't have backup tools Here's a good one, and it's a nice boot disk, so even when your system's dead, you still got a chance.
0: Let's move rather alarmingly to Gaming Quick Hits already, but don't worry. This is not going to be a short podcast, so we have like 85 reviews to get to. But Only 80. Uh, okay. We do? Really just Gaming Quick Hit. It's a humble mm. bundle. I wonder who added this. Surprise! It was not Jeremy. Actually, I added this
1: because this is actually a very reasonable pickup for all of the Resident Evil games. If this is the kind of thing you like, you can get a lot of it for not a lot of money. For at least thirty bucks, you can get the full suite. Ten bucks, I think, will get you the top six. But for goodness sakes, if you like a uh, you know a Resident Evil scare at your desk, this is for you. Why are you waiting? Thirty dollars gets all of them. You have like, it's like two years worth of Resident Evil freak out. Go get this.
3: Which is the one with uh, Lady Dimitri uh, The
2: have new no idea what, what just told. said.
1: <laughs> uh, village. It might be Village. Village. Yeah, right. Yeah. What's Biohazard
3: or Volition? That I've never played. Stinky Fingers.
0: It's not Stinky Ooh. Fingers. That's well, have you count. ever touched a zombie? All right, it's time for some depressing security news. A huge vulnerability on Realtek RTL eight one nine X SOC. Ha, this is probably an obscure part, right? So we don't have to worry about this.
4: Uh, I mean, as long as you consider Asus Tech, Belkin, D-Link, Trendnet, and those guys as uh, being, you know, marginal. Nobody buys vendors. Nobody buys any that of no that. Nobody really picks up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, D-Link. so they figure about oh, sixty different companies. Yeah, including mm-hmm. D-Link. Hmm. all have this uh, issue. Now we're just finding it a bit now because it was patched back in March, 2022, but (laughs) a small problem with the internet of things, the patch might exist. There's not a big chance. You're actually going to get it without going and hunting it down. And then even trying to find one that'll work is compatible with whatever device you have. Yeah. There's tons of devices. I mean, you got to have a firmware patch for this, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a buffer overflow, so you totally need to do it now. Uh, Bleeping Computer, which is where I saw the news included linked to a, one of the researchers who created a snort rule, which will tell you whether or not you've got attacked or not. So at least there's a way to figure it out. And if you've bought something after March 2022, it's already been patched. You're good, assuming they use new chips and they didn't just grab out of an old bin. But this one gets a 9.0 out of 10 because it is zero interaction, and it will hit your devices even when remote management has been disabled. So you've done everything perfectly right. They will get in and you won't have a single clue that they're there. And once of course they're there, they can execute code. They can watch your traffic. They can send your traffic to other places that they choose as opposed to what you would like to do. So yeah, this is a nasty one. And Jeremy, a lot. Jeremy, I've got
1: yeah. a question. With it being this bad, what does it take to score a CVE 10 out of 10? I mean, even something like this can only get pushed to a 9.8. I don't understand. Mm.
4: Doesn't get any any better than this. Okay. I was going to say that the 10 means that the hack actually involves your computer exploding and killing you.
3: (laughs) Or it could (laughs) just be you clicking on a link and you've violated somebody else's computer. Just. Oh,
1: you're the hacker at a 10 out of 10.
3: You know, I thought I thought that 15 years ago we got away from where the crab. Yeah, well, but apparently, <sighs> it's not the
1: case. You they have my favorite ship crabs. icon, my favorite ship logo. Crab people, crab's, crab, the crabs. crab people, tastes like tastes crab, dog.
4: Like, like people.
1: And in case you don't know what
0: that means, go look at the real tech logo, on the chips. Yeah. I know about that. I have no idea what you're referencing, though.
1: I don't know what he's talking about. We, we do. That's has that he's
0: been He's been drinking. He's a problem. Whoa, Dude. says the man with a giant glass.
1: Hmm. I've only had what are you talking like, about? 17 scotches.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds expensive.
1: <laughs> and right. uh, I don't think Mic- uh, Microtech uh, is, eff- is affected by this one. They use now, some of their own stuff.
0: What is the... Is, is it Belkin? Who's the parent company that has the Linksys brand? The
1: word is Belkin. Yeah. Sebastian, you might be on to something yeah. there. In 2013.
0: So my concern is if it affects Belkin, <clears throat> then how many Linksys routers also have the same chip and the same vulnerability? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Linksys routers out there that don't really get updated anymore. So unless you're running open like custom firmware or something, you're probably
4: yeah not in very good shape. Well, buffer overflow inside the chip, so maybe not.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, tw- 2018, We're holding. Belkin sold Linksys to Foxconn in 2018, apparently. Oh, okay. According to, mm-hmm. you know, the world's most reliable source of information. Uh, acquired by Foxconn for $866 million in 2018.
1: So maybe it's not affected. I yeah. I keep all my uh, broken stuff behind a Unify gateway, so I'm I'm probably fine. And so, except for the, like the massive uh, <laughs> vulnerability we'll find about Unify later this yeah. year, I don't don't just keep that away from me.
0: Okay. <laughs> you're not allowed to have nice things. Sorry. It's like it's like Gavin. <laughs> that'll
4: that'll learn YouTube me. Set.
0: Just like I just <laughs> just disconnect the internet. Right. You wouldn't be able to watch us, but you're not really missing anything if you. It's the only way to be sure. Dust off and nuke the site from orbit. Uh, mm-hmm. Unplug it, yeah, <laughs> in unplug. other words. In more depressing news, uh, Chrome has a zero day. Well, was what else is new? It's the fifth Chrome zero day patch by Google this year alone. So yeah, I guess update your browser is the to... like immediately today. Just go
1: do this. It's a zero day being exploited in the wild right now. RFN,
0: go do this. All right, moving quickly on to our last security story. iOS VPNs have leaked traffic for more than two years, claims a researcher. So it is a VPN, VPNs? not a VPN. Okay.
1: Yeah, apparently this affected not only the Apple's built-in VPN uh, mechanism, it also affected third parties. Really, just in case this is getting a little bit too blown out of proportion, while it is true, it actually what happened is is sessions that were established before the VPN connection uh, was brought up, were still passed over non-encrypted channels, which is crazy, but there's just no apparently there's just no way around it in uh, in iOS. So if you have connections to certain websites or whatever it is that you've got open already, quit those apps after you bring up the VPN and restart apparently. them apparently. As ridiculous as that sounds. Because there's no way around it in in iOS, apparently.
2: All right. Tim Cook will be sending you his Defensive Player of the Year award soon.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (sighs) I'll wear that uh, crown of shame. We have so many reviews this week, it's not even funny. And uh, the first one is really interesting. This is something that Jeremy reviewed. Please tell us more about the Drop Lord of the Rings mechanical keyboard.
4: I guess if I have to. Uh, this, so this is literally my first mechanical keyboard ever. I find that so hard to believe. I thought you were an really? enthusiast. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I like my washable one, except apparently they don't make it anymore, so I may have to start learning how to use mechanical keyboards. I, It's a beast. I don't know how easily we can fight with it here. But can I hear that, the clickiness? That was what I was going to head for. So
1: that's, we that's can't linear, hear the
4: clickiness. That's that's very very subtle. And you can see that it doesn't bottom out. But if you do bottom it out, then uh, thank you for taking a screenshot. That's exactly you
0: know what I, I <laughs> oh you're actively using that one. I do like oh, how really the microphone seems to pick up audio better than your camera did, which is you know what I, I did notice that.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you needed to see the click as well. It's I true. mean, it's 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 not just tactile, and it's gorgeous. Like. So it's uh, got uh, die subbed PBT keycaps, nice, which I hear is a big thing uh, and they, the chips with several, it comes as the nice classic sort of IBM gray and off white, but they, there's a couple of orange keys that you can pop in with the included key grabber, yank them out and uh, put them in. like uh, the space bar goes from just not having anything on it to being orange. Uh, they, this first came out as a keycap set. Right, so you could take uh, what was like this is based on the drop enter keyboard, so it's about like two pounds of aluminium on the back of it. Uh, you could definitely use this for home defense. Uh, a decent length keyboard or decent length cord, and I mean, when they, I saw that it's it's sort of the rings, that there's just no way I could resist that. That's just too awesome. Uh, I think they went a little bit overboard on some of the translations because I don't think that Dwarvish really has a pipe character in it usually, but don't worry. You've got one here. You'll notice that all of the uh, switches are opaque and so are the keycaps. So it does come with a light, but there's a small problem here. You hit the function key and you crank up the lights to maximum. See the, the, the tiny little bit of glow there? I can turn it off. That's literally it. I don't even know why they bothered in the Mm -hmm. dark. It doesn't go enough to be even able to see the keys. So the
0: the light is not passed through. They're not like laser etched on the top or anything.
4: No, it's it's a perfectly opaque key and an opaque switch. So (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And they're very tightly put together because this is a 10 keyless one. And you know what? I do use the numpad a lot like my fingers were constantly straying over to where it was. Like even when I'm typing in like the, uh, the, the Logitech K310, I naturally went over to, to the 310. So it's kind of bugging me when I'm writing. If I'm gaming, of course, I never see it. But when I'm writing and like resizing a bunch of pictures and other things, like I, it turns out that I really did Yeah, I got to have my keypad. In- yeah. And
0: just think about this. There are 60% keyboards out there that don't even have the arrow keys. I can't, I can't. I function know with those. madness
1: on the arrow keys. I draw the line. Madness.
4: One of the other nice things is that they redid their, uh, switches because apparently, uh, with the original sort of, uh, drop products, they took two different switches and combined them. Right. So I think the spring from one and the, uh, post from another. And, People were saying that it was a little bit wobbly, so they went with Gatoron this time and created something brand new—the Holy Panda X. The original was just the Holy Panda for reasons unknown. And so, I mean, like I say, I've never used a mechanical keyboard before, but there's no wobble on these keys. They're, they just go straight up and down and do exactly what they're supposed to do. If you were to buy the keycaps, that would run you about 140 bucks. And then you'd have to add on about 80 bucks for the actual keyboard. So you're floating around $200, just a bit over for the, the, uh, key set and a keyboard. You can get either the Kenyan or the Closadal one for 200 bucks, 199.99. So there is certainly a premium, uh, when it's compared to the base model. But then again, there's a lot of people who spend $200 and more, uh, happily, just to buy a uh, a normal looking uh, keycap set, so you know if you're into Lord of the Rings, it's it's kind of hard to say no to this thing. It's it's just fun.
0: I'm not sure I'd go with the hardcore keys though, since they don't have. I mean, I guess yeah, these ones actually types. have
4: English on them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I type mm-hmm. I touch type, so I couldn't really tell you. Oh, I appreciate uh, the box art though. That's nice. No, that's it's the, the back gorgeous. of the keyboard.
0: Oh, it's the back of the keyboard. No, no that's the box. box. Oh, okay, oh, nice. Worry. Nice. I thought that so was awesome. going to be the back of the keyboard and that would awesome.
1: That, that would have been, been awesome. extra awesome. Yes, agreed. I would have liked to have seen it under the key there, yes, you have. Oh, okay. Jeremy, you should start to write code in the, the original Dwarvish and just see how that comes out.
4: I, I'm sort of thinking that because they don't provide a driver to give you the uh, actual character set to type, which I think would be a wonderful addition. Mm, and yeah, I would love to be able to write my code in Dwarvish without comments yep, and, then and, then and then pass it, it on in, to someone.
1: Check that into the corporate Git.
4: <laughs> Here's the uh, code. We haven't maintained it in a while.
0: There it is. <laughs> How about some more stuff that Jeremy reviewed, like these Monoprice True Wireless ANC earbuds? These look a lot like uh, AirPod Pros, don't they? You don't they do.
4: say. It's we. It's about the size of a Zippo lighter, the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very simple. It's got a light on the front that tells you if it's working or not. And a button on the back to unpair the headphones. Huh. Sounds familiar. How, uh, How Apple-esque. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they get four different uh, plastic earbuds. So it comes with two already on it. And then you can choose from some of the others. The largest of which are, I don't know who they're made for, but they're really big. They're nice and shiny, as you can see. Mm. And the cord itself is cute. I mean, it's, it's about five inches if you count <laughs> well, the right. plugs <laughs> let me get the uh your camera back up let's see yeah so it's 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 very <laughs> wonderful
2: <laughs> for some reason they still felt the need to put a, r- a rubber band around that to hold it together in the packaging yeah. yep yeah.
4: Um, yeah, why not uh yeah, they uh, spent they- four
1: cents instead of five cents on the cord what a savings pretty much
4: but then so they lost a quarter
0: much. of a cent on the rubber band. I know. Yeah, but It's, it's nice <laughs> to
4: have. Uh, so these are, as you guessed, Bluetooth. Um, they actually do have active noise cancellation on them, so you can also use them to oh. talk on the phone. I found it interesting that, like, if I turn on active noise cancellation, if I'm on a quiet street and then I walk to a loud one, the ANC is not working very well. But if I turned it off and I turn it on on a, loud, on a the highs, on a loud street, then... Boom! The uh, the ANC is doing its full job, right? So they claim it's up to twenty seven decibels, but because you're looking at cutting a lot of the price out of it because it's mono price, and that's you know that's what they do. Uh, the ANC doesn't seem to be very active; it just picks a level, and that's what it's going to go with. So find yourself somewhere loud, then turn it on. Otherwise, you're going to be a little bit annoyed. Uh, they're IPX five, uh, so they're so it can sustain the low-pressure water jet, so rain. Yes. You'll be able to wear them in the rain, no worries. Don't don't take them to the beach. Uh, I haven't, didn't manage to max out the playing time, but supposedly you've got about seven hours of normal usage or five hours of you got ANC turned on for a, a full charge, but then the charging case itself can fully recharge them four more times. So Whoa. I did run one of them out, and I slapped it in there, I gave it five minutes, and I hadn't better part of an hour's left. So they, they charge relatively click. We just for that, the beginning part. and um, I mean, so other than that, they, their earbuds, uh, but I don't, yes. Hmm. Thing-
3: and call me in the morning.
1: No. I, I don't think the, yep. uh, the, as they copied from that fruit company can recharge their their pros four times from the case so that's an no i don't believe they can
4: yeah well it's like a 400 milliamp battery in this thing hmm. so it's pretty chunky but they're 55 bucks and
0: they're i noticed in this the specs they're bluetooth 5.2 and aptx compatible oh, yes. so oh. more oh. flexibility yeah. and even better sound quality than airpods too
4: yeah. Uh, well, now if you, you say have that aptX
0: capable devices.
4: Wait, you don't think the drivers sound very good? Are you saying the driver
1: well, not as good?
4: They're 13 millimeter drivers, uh, and they don't have like the adaptive EQ that the the, the fruity earbuds do. Right? Okay. It's just it just gets what you're sending to it. Um, it's a Qualcomm CVC 8.0 chip inside of it, so it's not the highest-end uh, noise suppression sort of mentioned It just picks a level and stays yeah, I there. Yeah, must only a survey when you initially initiate it. Yeah, and while I didn't uh, spend any time talking on it, that suggests to me that, you know, the, the microphone quality is not going to be up to if you're throwing fruit of the loom in your ears. But again, $56.00. So if you lose one, it's a $56 mistake, not a $200 and something dollar mistake. For something tiny and easy to lose like this, I think that giving up some of the higher-end features that you've got on the alternatives makes it worth it because you lose one of those and you're going to be annoyed for at least the rest of the day, if not the week. With these, it's sort of, well, that kind of sucks. I guess I'll get some more. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, for the price, it's good. You lose a little bit of the quality. Like I said, it sounds a little bit hollow, like especially compared to wired ones. But then again, it is Bluetooth 5.2. Uh, didn't have any real issues with it. One of them unpaired itself. So I just pushed the reset button on the back, put them back in the case, open them up and boom, they're back and go on again. So I like, <laughs> I like what Monoprice has done with this. It, you, you lose out on some stuff that doesn't really matter, at least not to me. Kent. Yes, we
2: all need to focus too. Fractal sent me another case. So this is a budget case. Um, it's replacing the current, uh, focus G, although there's also a new focus G coming as well. Um, but I did not receive one of those and I haven't seen anything about those. Everyone that's reviewed has seemed to get the same case. I did the focus Two. So the first thing I noticed when I pulled this out of the box was, huh? This looks a lot like the Pop case that I just reviewed for them, and the more I started looking at it, it, it shares a whole lot of hardware with the Pop case. Um, you don't get the two uh, optical drive bays in the front. Uh, you don't what? get a, what? What? You, what? you don't. You don't get the two optical drive bays in the front <laughs> that the Pop series had it does allow the front to have a to be able to use a full 360 radiator or three fans three 120 fans there um, there's no separate power supply compartment which is the first case i've seen in ages that's you know a mid tower atx or above that does not have that um, they sort of that little metal plate you see there is just sort of this way that from the outside it looks like it's got a power supply basement but it, it doesn't. Um yeah that's their uh that's their faux power supply cover. But anyway I think it works. It yeah I mean visually it's it's not there but the problem with not having a power supply compartment is you get go back to that picture. This uh, last one that I just
0: had okay
2: the last one you just had uh let's see this one yes if you look in the back there that uh on the actually the bottom of the motherboard tray inside the case okay. um so that little slot there um just about 11 o'clock above your cursor is the cable pass through just oh. go to your right go to, no 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 oh, this go to your, yes that That's thing? So when you saw that did you yell you little slot no, I did not. Um, there's a
0: better there's a better image of the interior. Yes, yeah. that so, is a
2: better view of it. Yep. Now you can it put the uh
0: Jane you ignorant slot. Yeah, that's that would have been Yeah.
2: The um you can pass the uh CPU cables through the the slot that's Can left you? That. How would you even yeah. it
0: looks barely big enough for an ATX
2: 24 pin. No, no, just to the to the hole to the left of that. That. Oh, now, that. No, okay, you know what? Yes. Which slot are we Ron talking Roberts about? On here? the slot, it's time to
3: plug
0: in. Look, it's confusing back here because it's dark. The inside that. of the case is dark, and there's there's two holes. Which hole does it go into? Does it go into this okay. hole or this smaller okay, the hole?
2: CPU, shadows, the CPU the CPU eight pin powers go through the hole to the left. Okay, toward the back of the case. Okay, all your other cables go through right where you've got the cursor. And once you've got a 24 pin and your graphics card cables through there, there's not much room for the plugs to pass through for much else. Uh, It took some effort uh, just to get the cables through there that I needed. But this um, is going
3: downhill fast.
2: It is. It is. I knew it was a bad idea, but oh, well, Um, here we are.
0: Oh hold on. Uh, a behind second. the mother. What is what is
2: this? Mysterious display peeping through here. Oh, that's a light. That's the back of my uh, my light, and I didn't even realize that was.
0: Oh, music. okay. I thought it was like what kind of a fancy power supply does you have? It has all
2: this information on the back of it. <laughs> no, okay. No, all I right. was providing some backlight behind Oh, gotcha. It all right. So we'll um behind the scenes, look there. There's there's not a whole lot of space behind the motherboard tray for cable management in general. Oh, you're
0: saying 19 um, millimeters isn't a lot. <laughs> that's no, the official spec.
2: I'm sure that's at like the deepest. Point that's, is 19 that is, that's actually not behind the motherboard tray. That's over where all the cables are bundled up. That uh, is inset a little further there. Oh. But there's, there's no place to hide cables. Um, there's, there's, uh, all of any uh, additional two and a half or three and a half inch drives you wanted to fit would be mounted to that, uh, that plate um, in, on the inside of the case. So um,
0: Well look, you you're taking this all from the perspective of somebody who actually does like cable routing. What if somebody buys this case because it's cheap and then just has all of those you know the cable mess inside the component chamber? And they don't even know what these slots are for. They don't, they don't even use them.
2: So here's the thing. Besides all of that, if you're looking for a cheap case, this is still a a $60 or um, no, I'm sorry, a, a $70 or $80 case, whether you get it with RGB or not. So the version I got was RGB. It includes two 140 millimeter fans, both in the front, none in the rear. The mesh on it is very dense. Um, huh. It's more like a dust filter than it is mesh. It does not have very good flow characteristics. Um, and my temperatures really showed that in the testing. Um, And I I was saying, I actually, when I sent this review to Sebastian, uh, I told him what I'm going to say here. I don't know whether a fractal is going to be unhappy or happy, because I'm not recommending this case. I'm recommending that you spend the extra 10 or $20 and get the pop case, because it's a much better case. It's easier to build in. Um, If you don't get the RGB, on the Pop case, the the Pop Air without RGB is exactly the same price as the Focus Two RGB. Mm. It comes with three and fans. The Pop
3: has the uh, three and a quarter, five and a quarter inch drives, right? And
2: in, yes. indeed. indeed, yes. Indeed, mm-hmm. and Essential. two spaces mm. uh, and two bays where you can use two and a half or three and a half inch drives. In the power supply basement, you can stash cables away. It's got it had better airflow. Um, and how, about,
3: how about neighbors' hamsters that I don't like? Can I do I have enough room to stash them in there? No, they won't find them if, for a
2: long it, time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think the uh, that, oh, that's uh, okay. really uh, animal friendly. But hmm. so it,
0: it looks nice from this angle. I mean, it's it's got a mesh front, <clears throat> even though it's well. I,
1: I think a talented builder could probably,
0: you know, overcome the deficiencies. And
1: I think that's what Kent is showing
0: off. Hey, at least it's not one of those no-name cases that has a piece of glass directly sandwiched against the <sighs> it, front intake yeah, fans. Well, and you know, fans, yeah. And, yeah. And, and,
2: and that's the thing is, is, you know, I was looking at cases in this price range. And like I say, the Focus G, which this will be replacing – is still currently available and it's $55 plus shipping. This is $70 plus shipping or $80. If you get the RGB model, like I had uh, plus shipping and at $80, you can get the pop air without RGB and it's just a better case. Um, you know, if, if the 10 to $20 is going to make or break your build, you know, that's, you can't really get a better CPU or better graphics card for 10 or $20. If you're looking at 50 or 60, yeah, then you can sort of step up maybe, but I would just recommend spending a little extra and having a better tower. Um, But this is a, you know, it's still a fractal case. It's still well-made. It's very well-made for a case in this price range. Um, It's much better than a lot of those no-name brands you see um, on Newegg or Amazon that you've never heard of. And most of the steel is super thin and everything is flimsy. It's still a well-made case. I just think there's better cases in the price range from the same manufacturer.
0: Well said. Thank you. Huh. They can't all be wins. And sometimes they just want to yep. fill out the, you know, the product stack, as they say
1: at every 10 or $20, unfortunately, because that's the and margins the, are tight. And it's it's and rather the compressed thing was, market. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And the thing that was, the thing that was really bugging me about it was, okay. This is designed to be a budget friendly case, but it's almost exactly the same price as the higher end case, but they had cut so many corners. Um, I mean, it didn't even include Velcro ties. They, uh, like just about every other major case over the last eight years has got Velcro straps behind the motherboard tray. And it's like, how much could they have saved by that? Even if they didn't install them, if they had just included them in the accessories, that could not have cost them more than pennies. They probably get those straps, you know, by the billions for a few dollars. So, um, it was just, it it felt like we've got to hit a price, and then they still missed it. Because at $50 or $55, okay, yeah. Hey, this, this is a good case. can I hate to tell but,
0: you this, but seventy is the new fifty. Welcome to twenty twenty two.
2: Yeah, uh, I know. But I, I think you're right. But still, I mean, the Pop Air is a better case, and it's almost the same price.
0: Yeah, I, it and doesn't make sense when the when the pricing is that tight,
2: like, that close, exactly.
0: I agree with you. I would get the Pop if only because of the five and a quarter inch base which you can adapt into three and a half. So you can have a three and a half inch floppy drive and a CD-ROM drive or a five and a quarter inch floppy drive and a three and a half inch floppy drive. You can just go crazy Sebastian, with that thing.
1: There are so many things that you can get out there to fill a five and a quarter bay. So many interesting options. So many
0: strange options that should never have existed. That's right.
1: Which yes. LGR Look, is the
4: probably lighter never. was a bad idea?
0: Like the cigarette lighter. Yeah. The cigarette lighter that ran off your power supply.
2: I, yeah. I know Josh yeah. is thinking of getting and a pop various case just just so he can install that zip drive he was talking about earlier. Zip zip drives, cup holders, mm-hmm.
1: so many different removable media options. You know, maybe oh, even be fan controllers with with hardware yeah. knobs. Oh, it's
0: true. Oh gosh, the
1: the options are not quite endless.
0: I'm gonna pester Andrew. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be totally thrilled with this review, and then he'll be very excited to do us mm-hmm. favors, like, hey, should, you should send Josh and I a case and we can compare our retro builds using those five and a yeah. quarter inch bays. You like
2: I said, you know, I am saying, don't buy this one. Buy this other case that they spend just Spend more
0: money at fractaldesign.com.
2: It's a better
1: case, and it's if you want the Fractal more. look. If you want the Fractal look, spend, you know, the better case is a little bit up, up market.
0: Yeah. And we can say that impartially, because Fractal does not uh, sponsor us. So, Correct. It's for years, reason. it's been years since we've had display ads from Fractal. All right. If you remember, a year or so ago, I did a review featuring this pretentious photo of. I already uh,
4: did Tolkien today,
0: and it, but it ties it in. See, there's the Lord of the Rings right there, and uh, next to Canadian nice. Yankee, copy nice of memory, of course, from Oxford. Nice. Anyway, the Leva book-sized PC, the one I reviewed before, was the SF110. A320, and the reason I'm talking about this is because I have an almost identical one in for review, and aside from a couple of little I.O. changes, like this new one does not have this RS-232, and it has a a very important distinction here. This is just a 90-watt power supply. This system that I reviewed before only supported up to 35-watt CPUs. And uh, we have a new one here, which looks identical, but it's the Leva 1 A300, and this one, there's two SKUs to confuse you. The Leva 1 A300 is available in two SKUs, which are easily identified because one of them, the 65-watt version, has ventilation on the top. This is a very thin chassis. We're talking about 1.3 inches thick, or tall, I guess, if you have it horizontally positioned. And it's, uh, let's see, eight inches wide, about seven inches deep. And it's made out of metal. This thing is, uh, it's small, it's heavy. It could make an excellent weapon. In fact, I have it right here. And it just looks like a a, a black, you know, metal box. And it's...
4: Uh, I don't know. I think it could take you with my keyboard. Yeah. I don't know. This thing... <laughs> this could do some so, damage. So
1: what did you populate it with?
0: Last time because it was I was limited to thirty five watts. I it was kind of sad because I had just had this anemic little Athlon thirty uh, no Athlon three thousand G that I put oh, in it. yeah, and those
1: were hard and, to come by back then. Actually,
0: well, oh, funny story. Uh, AMD's PR firm when they couldn't give me the thirty nine fifty X that I asked for, they said, "Well, I have an Athlon three thousand G. Do you want that?" And it was the most (laughs) depressing consolation I could imagine, so I said yes. And then like a day later, I got this FedEx overnight envelope on the front step, and it had a 3000G in it. Well, you found a use for it. Yeah, and I put it in one uh, one of these, but this one I populated with a Ryzen 5 3400G that I have on hand. So not the latest and greatest, not very exciting, but hey, it it's a sixty five watt APU, and it will work for the purposes of this test. Actually, here's the thermal solution, pretty robust. Actually, there's a lot of copper on here. Oh, that's interesting. Actually,
3: you know that yeah. that kind of looks like the uh, the G the 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 the, the, the seventy and hundred GTX reference. Yeah, it Probably. does. It looks
0: like an old blower style graphics yeah. card cooler. You're right. And look, mm-hmm. it even has these uh, pads. For the VRM, so Chokes it's and the VRMs. I yeah, think. It's, it's it's. Did you GP- peel off the tape? I did. I did. I was. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. so nice.
1: Excellent question, though. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm not
0: that. <laughs> I'm not that dumb. That one choice right there, I think, was instrumental in making this a more reliable system than the previous one that I reviewed, because that one had no cooling for power delivery, and it was in such a thin chassis and didn't have any ventilation except for front intake rear exhaust from the blower cooler. So this thing stays a lot cooler. And while the cooling solution is not particularly quiet when you push it, I found that the default uh, fan profile kept it reasonably quiet. Like We're talking under 35 decibels at all times. But did you push it real good? Uh, well, In a real there was question. a time. There was a time. <laughs> I had this up uh, upstairs testing it. A couple of days ago and my son said dad what's that hair dryer sound and it was the system it turns out every time it goes to sleep and you wake it up oh the fan spins it a hundred percent and you can't make it stop until you restart the whole system and this was under windows oh. and ubuntu linux so or ubuntu however that's <clears throat> supposed to be pronounced so
1: did they at least position the fan to actually draw air through the holes in the case?
0: Yes, yep, the fan sits. Okay. it'll be impossible to see on video, but the fan sits directly beneath the larger perforated area, and it also takes in air from the front of the case. Did there's
1: the heat sink? Spots. Did the cooling solution actually feel like it had some mass to it?
0: It is yeah, it's there's a lot of copper okay. on it. it's it's uh, weighty, and it seemed to do a good job. I cover thermals a little bit. First, here is a mm-hmm. little screenshot of the system configuration. As you can see, I used 3200 memory. And that initially only showed up as 2933, but this was like an XMP kit, so I just manually changed it to 3200. No issues, that's the the officially supported spec for this. You can put up to 64 gigabytes of RAM in this. I only put in 16. But uh, if you look very closely at the drive interface. Oh, just oh one lane. Ouch! Uh, is available for your M.2 NVMe drive. I thought that was a mistake at first. Like, oh, it's just like some kind of uh, you know power saving mode. But no, it's genuinely limited to essentially the one. I mean, theoretically, you can get a gigabit per second, but in with the overhead and the conversion of Meba to Mega and all of that, then it's it's like 800 megabytes per second. So I was uh, seeing a little bit of a cap in performance there. From the SSD that I installed, but uh, thermals were very good from the CPU. Here we had a... Under normal use, and this is like normal use all day, you're never really going to get higher than like 65C. This was in Mm -hmm. a 25C room. And it never exceeded... Yeah, not bad. The the, the ventilation at work. See, I had maximum readings of 34.8 and 35.0 DBA at different times. Under normal load. But when it would come back from sleep at one hundred percent, it was fifty decibels. Like Ooh. all that's at a once. Hair,
1: That's a hair dryer. I'm not gonna, yep. you know, just you know, no. Your son it was sounded like a seven
0: thousand series Radeon card. It was loud. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm impressed you did a Ubuntu testing on this. Well, that was what I did with the other one. When I when I had the other Leva in this form factor, I could not get the system to run reliably and complete benchmarks under windows. I think it was overheating and this one does not have that problem, but I went with uh, Linux anyway. And look, here I was writing the news story about the arc graphics cards on this system while watching our podcast. Cause I wanted to test like multitasking out. So I had a podcast playing from last week, listening to some music over the top of it, researching the challenger ITX card from Asrock <laughs> writing news just living my life uh, with a Leva. Liv- leva my best life. And did it slow you down at all? Not at all. In fact, it reminded me yet again, like, I don't need anything else. But th- why do I even use Windows? This has everything I need. Why are you even married? Why do you have a ma- wife? I mean, just, <laughs> I don't need any of that.
1: Josh, going <laughs> too far once again.
0: <laughs> no, Josh, I asked myself that question a lot. Um, just me and the Leva. That's all I really need. And here, here and the is... Control, here's the key. Chair. <laughs> here's
1: the you key. never have to fight for the remote when you live alone. This picture <laughs> right here. Thermos.
0: This is the key. The The uh, ventilated top. It's Provided by Meshify. Yeah. <laughs> it's copyright fractal design. So, uh, other than that one issue, which I would assume could be fixed with a BIOS update, there were no BIOS updates available. And one last little note... Uh, I ended up running Windows 11 on this, Ooh. And I, but hey, thanks to you, Jeremy, because I found out from you about the updates to Rufus that made it actually less painful to install Windows 11. Sure. So I did that and made myself a local account and all of that stuff. But
3: oh, I need to do that because even the they they've done that to now Windows 10. So I, yeah. I had to get <sighs> yeah yeah no it's 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 they they've totally deleted that I I had to. Create a uh, an email account for a client of mine because I didn't have the resources available to get around that, avoid that. piece yep. of crap thing that Microsoft has now done. I mean, it's, they, they're just kicking small businesses in the nuts.
4: Yep. And it seems because like the only way you can get away from it is if you've got a VLC key. If you're if you're yep. all, Uh, if you're activating via volume license, that's the only way I know of in Windows 10 now that you actually avoid having to make that bloody uh, plot mail account. I I know that
0: certain systems are shipped with an OS, and I almost wonder if maybe ECS has been influenced by Microsoft, because if you go to the driver BIOS download page for this system, there's one driver for Windows 10. That's the only support they offer. (laughs) But you go to Windows 11, like, oh, we can get chipset, you know, sound, graphics. Uh. So they really don't want you on Windows 10. And I'm, I'm sure all the Windows 11 drivers ended up downloading probably had, like, Windows 10 and 11. I didn't oh, yeah. investigate. But it just seems like they're steering people towards Windows 11 with this. Mm-hmm. Even though this is not <clears throat> a new chipset. This is not, you know, like, new stuff, really. It's a it's kind of a slightly more robust, ventilated version of last year's.
4: Microsoft model. needs more beta testers, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like Mars Needs Women. Yes. It's a great song. Mm. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's $200 roughly. EV or ECS sells it directly on their Newegg storefront, so Newegg, I guess, ships it. Oh, it's sold and shipped by ECS. Okay, here's the listing. It's... Uh I don't know. Wow. At that price, you're getting the case, you're getting the motherboard, you're getting a power supply. It's a 120-watt power supply. You're getting the cooler, mm. which is a custom blower-style cooler with pretty good cooling and noise characteristics for the design. So
1: it, It's just making, I'm going to build an HTPC sound stupid. Just, just get this. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: unless you want storage performance, because you're limited to one lane.
1: Yep. Okay. Great
4: storage.
0: Unless I was doing something yeah. horribly wrong, but I know that is not a single lane drive
4: that I was using. So, Just plug it into a USB adapter and use the 3.2. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, that is the ECS Leva 1A300 AMD mini PC bare bone. And uh, let's move on to picks of the week.
3: Oh, is it time for picks of the week? It is time. It's time for picks of the week. All right, well, you know what? There's a new uh, SSD coming out here pretty shortly, and something you might be interested in, WDSN850X, which uh, has uh, some interesting changes in hardware and firmware to support uh, direct storage from Mm. Windows 11 and other applications.
4: They kept a nice clean look on it, too, I
3: Yeah, yeah. So I mean it it's like, you know, the second generation of the SN eight fifty. But um, you know, they've they've added more things to it. So it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be quick. It's gonna be expensive though, and it's not coming out till the what, the twenty second? Thirty-first? 31st. Oh, 31st, 31st. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we're 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 still a little bit away. Three hundred nine for two terabyte—that's that's pretty uh, spendy. But you need to know that that there are new NVMe SSDs coming out, and uh, these are tuned specifically for kind of DirectX gaming and DirectX storage. Something to test and be interested in. You yeah. know,
1: store your humble bumbles on that for instance yeah,
0: yeah
4: sorry about that jeremy is
0: next even though i, I yes it's it. my
4: humble the bombable humble bubble indeed yes yeah, so if you got a brand new gaming drive you need to throw games on it so how about for the low price of what was it 30 bucks 25 dollars you get Planetfall uh, Premium, so it's got all of the uh, DLC on it, and it is actually quite a fun uh, strategy turn-based game. My father, my brother, and I play it every weekend. Uh, the entire BattleTech, so you, you get like the, the the full version of BattleTech if you don't have it. The definitive edition of Pillars of Eternity, which was a a really really well done uh, and well reviewed uh, RPG game. Knights and Knights Two, which are Knights of Pen and Paper, which I'm sure someone knows what they are. And you also get the whole trilogy of the Shadowrun games that came out, uh, not necessarily recently, but certainly recently when compared to other Shadowrun games. So you get uh, Dragonfall in Hong Kong, and uh, the Shadowrun Returns original one. So, you know, not bad. Good games if you don't have them, and hey. Cheap. Brett, Now I'll go back to take attention to the cat. That's I...
1: My... I was looking for something unusual and very, inexpensive. it's not
3: unusual to be, I was, picked, looking for to something, by anyone.
1: I was looking for something really unusual and very inexpensive and a little eclectic for, for my pick tonight. So I went with an old styled, uh, radio style, old school radio styled, like from the seventies, uh, Bluetooth speaker, $16. Mm. Will get you a very retro vintage look. It comes in either this. Is it made of, of bakelite? I was going to say it looks well, like bakelite. It, it looks. It has that sort of bakelite look, which is kind of really cool. But there's the the wood grain version. There's a white version that looks almost like porcelain, but it's oh. got USB. The wood grain version looks looks very um, cheap. It just looks very well, seventies. I would go with the blue or white. I didn't like the wood grain as well yeah. as much. Although I like the sort of gold effects on those, the, the other ones had silver. Coming soon oh. to a Goodwill near you. But, oh, stop! But hey, I don't, for serious. sixteen dollars, most of these are more than twice as much money. If you're looking for like a retro really? Bluetooth speaker with this look, yeah, they're thirty bucks up. How's it sound? So, you know, I haven't ordered one yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> yes, I don't. <laughs> I don't own one. I was just looking for an, okay. a, a good, a cool eclectic look. Uh, All right. So on aesthetics
0: thing. alone, oh. this
1: is this is if you're if you like this sort of thing, it's it's like less than
0: half of what it usually costs. And who knows? It, maybe you like this sort of thing too, but you would have to buy it and then try it out for yourself. I'm Sorry, I don't. Because hold one Brett didn't. He's just picking you know stuff off of the internet and acting like it's his legitimate pick of the week.
1: Did Josh Wait, order uh, a Western Digital two terabyte or two
3: gigabyte? I, I, I can't get it yet. Come on. Yeah, see? See?
0: This is there's a double standard going on here. I was I was gonna pick the new A three eighty because I was gonna buy one and I thought I I was literally I had it in my cart and I was like, what am I doing? I already know what the performance of yeah. this is like. I should just wait until later and just get one for less if I just want one in my collection. Like why would I pay full price for it now? But I'm I'm secretly worried that it's only gonna be on the market for a short time and they'll just disappear. And I'll want to own a piece of history and people will want like $300 for it. So,
1: Oh, my gosh. Is get
0: FOMO? Secondary market. You I have not asked. I don't want to be
2: like, hey, Ryan, send me a card. Hey. But I
0: mean, now that they're in the U.S., maybe this is the time to ask for a sample.
2: Just tell um, him that you said that if he and Mark Zuckerberg are twins, he's the good twin. Well, he knows and he knows you. Them, you, right? you you'll get in good with him. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we can probably ask the Melvin Tano for uh, for you know some sample here. We could probably get one from. Well,
0: him. Ryan is in charge of graphics marketing for Intel, so that's, I would hope that's that if anybody, I could get in touch with him and say, "Hey, do you, Ryan, do you know a guy who could send a guy a sample?" So we can make fun of it. I mean, but that's the it. problem. I've been so like that, snarky no. and about it that I. would embarrassed even asking
1: are you kidding it's been a headline three out of four weeks
0: hey here. there's no such thing as bad publicity as well i'll tell them like ryan you know exactly. in
2: our weekly it's been our weekly intel arc arc
0: yeah yep the the arc yes i mean i could just spend 139.99 and buy one that i own Nah. Maybe, and maybe if it becomes a collector's item i could sell it and make hundreds of dollars of pennies, well,
2: pennies, after fees, Tense. yeah. <laughs> Who's next? That would probably be me. Can't because I don't have a pick. So yes, yes, you damn surprise, surprised. Right? <laughs> but uh, just to be upfront here, I haven't used this monitor either. Oh, good lord.
0: But, Wait, you know no, what? that would be, you know <laughs> what honestly that would be a review if you had used it and we're talking about it, so <laughs> prepare to be castigated. We're just telling people ye- how to spend their money so that's fine.
2: So um, if you're in need of a new gaming monitor or at the price this is, uh, a just a cheap second monitor, um, this is a 27 inch 1440p VA panel so it's not it's not even TN at this price. Um, 165 hertz adaptive sync for 189. Um,
4: With the, uh, the classic st- Acer model number PBMIIPX.
2: It's ED270U
4: PBMIIPX.
0: Yeah, don't forget that
4: that's part, that, of, that's yeah. part uh, of the yeah.
0: that's part of the name. This is an Acer product.
2: Oh uh, yeah. So um, yeah, it's a. It, the stand on it's not that great, but it does have a vase mount. Um, it doesn't have a KVM switch, but uh, I don't know many people who actually use the USB pass through on their monitor. Um And yeah, it's just a, a great price on a on a good spec monitor. It's I the, like uh, that it's, type? V, it's VA. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, Uh I prefer uh, definitely prefer VA to TN. And yep. I, I actually oh, sort yeah. of like VA better than than IPS in certain ways. The contrast is much better anyway. But um, so, yeah, uh, just uh, it's on special for right now. A Newegg does not list how long it's going to be on sale. But uh, at that price, you know, if you need a monitor, that's a great price for a 1440p 27 inch
1: brightness is a little low with 250 cdm but um but if you're yeah. in a
0: dark room but yeah. I, I'm, curious, I'm scrolled down HDR. to look at the product overview and it shows it that it's a 31 and curved full HD screen but then up oh, here curved. it says it's a 20, it's 27. 27 inch QHD so which
3: We're is it looking I at I think the it's effects. 27
2: I think it's 27 yeah, well, well look at the
3: ED2270U oh well, well, yeah, there you go okay yeah. you there you
0: have it Dude, I think that's everything. It is. It's been, it's been another show, and we want to thank you for watching, listening, or uh, both, at the same time. Maybe with some added latency introduced by the Bluetooth headphones you're wearing, because they don't have aptX low latency technology built into them. Enjoy that. Yeah. So maybe our voices are not exactly in sync with the video, but that's fine. Because why would you want to look at us anyway? Why are you wa- if you're watching the video? Why?
2: Yeah. I think it's obvious by looking at the five of us that we're not in sync. Were they we're five? Older. Was
0: that a five-member group? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, uh, I, it I'm sounds cool like that. you do know. Yeah, don't, all of them. Yeah,
2: all, don't you know, be ashamed.
3: street Boys. Uh, you know uh, who, who's a uh, New Kids on the Block. New Kids
0: on the Block. <laughs> New Kids on the Block. Five, five people. That's that's the that's, that's the, the key. number. See, yeah. that's and the key if you of have school. six, with if you have six. Then you have to hide one in certain types of choreography because you, know, you, you have be to have Korean. the center and you have to have Isn't like... BTS, yeah. six people? There's and seven if people. BTS if, seven. if there's only Are four they? of you, yeah, then know. you're singing Barbershop.